0: If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at nutritionw.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holistic Navigator Podcast, where we believe in the body's capacity for self-healing if it's given the proper nutrients and care. My name is Brian Strickland, I'm the producer of the show, and I'm joined in studio as always by our host, Ed Jones. On today's episode, we're taking a departure from addressing human health concerns and focusing more on our furry friends. We're joined today by Angela Ardolino, the founder of CBD Dog Health, to talk about the transformative power of CBD covering dosing, types, and what to look for in the CBD product. So that's it for me. Here's the host of the show, Mr. Ed Jones.
1: Thank you, Brian, for the introduction of today's podcast. You know, I say this quite often, that I'm excited to be in the presence of a new person to interview. Uh, And I am when I say that, but I think I've got an extra star of excitement for today's podcast Uh, We are talking, and before you say to yourself, well, Ed's already talked about CBD on four other occasions, and all four are important, but this one is a really different conversation because we've never discussed the benefit of hemp, uh, cannabis, CBD in the world of pet wellness. And, you know, it was odd. I was talking to the producer, Brian, right before we started this, and I told him, I said, Uh, The person today, I can tell from what I'm reading, she is passionate about her life and topic that we're going to talk about. And I said, Brian, I know that we already agree to this. We are only going to have passionate people on this podcast if we can possibly make that happen. And today we have Angela Ardolino to The Holistic Navigator. Welcome, Angela.
2: Ah, Thank you so much for having me.
1: I am so intrigued about what we were going to learn today because I consider myself very experienced and well-read about the CBD hemp cannabis conversation, but not in regard to pets. And I know that it's such a, the holistic pet market is growing exponentially because we're now realizing as I talked about many years ago, I basically killed my golden retriever because I had lack of knowledge. I fed the the golden, the normal kibble, the normal foods that was packaged beautifully and had the right words and said natural on it. But once she got lymphoma at six years old, she didn't last but about five months despite anything and everything I did. And I've actually done a great podcast uh, uh, from a gentleman in Australia the title is The Problem with Pet Food, and his name is FIVO. Unbelievably passionate man. I love him to death, but but we never talk about the thing we are going to talk about, the CBD, the dosing. And that's what really intrigues me is I want to learn from you. You know, how do we make this happen where the rubber meets the road for people? People with pets that have issues, issues with whatever comes the way, whether it be arthritis, whether it be the anxiety, skin condition, you name it. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started on this path to be such an expert in this field.
2: You bet. So what's so funny is that um, I had the same experience as you did. Matter of fact, I want to write a book that's, you know, got big letters on it that says how not to kill your dog or go broke trying to save it because my first, you know, beloved dog, uh, same thing started, got, got sick when she was about seven years old. And I had done everything my conventional vet had told me to do. I fed the kibble. I did, uh, vaccinations every single year. I did the flea and tick and the heartworm and I did everything. And I lost her at seven years old. I stopped counting at $10,000 Uh, on vet bills and trying to figure out what it was. I had everything done. Nobody ever said to me, look at what she's eating. Um, And they had her on so many prescription drugs and steroids. And I lost her anyway. I even got an autopsy done. And the only thing that they could find was IBD, which is irritable bowel, which does not kill you. So I never got an answer. So that really started my quest on... It actually, when I was, um, at this time, I owned a magazine. I just started a magazine um, for families, and all I did was concentrate on holistic health. So honestly, I felt like she was a canary um, in my new home, and I was worried, you know, are there chemicals in the house? Are there chemicals in the yard? Is the lake toxic? Like, it really, I could not figure out what was wrong with her. Well, guess what? The more I educated myself, the more I realized that dogs are a lot like us, um, except they're more sensitive to everything. And I um, over vaccinated her and over medicated her and I killed my dog also um, because I trusted um, a conventional vet instead of educating myself and realizing that they're just like us. Why am I why am I not taking prescription medications and eating healthy and doing all these things? But I'm not doing the same thing for my dog, um, which is part of the family. So that was a big wake up call for me. Um, we can move forward now to my next baby dog. Um, I wasn't going to make any mistakes on him. And I call him my sole dog. He's Odie. And um, I, I really educated and knew everything by then. Now we're going to get to about 2015 when I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and I was prescribed uh, Humira, which uh, is linked to lymphoma. It's also for any autoimmune disease. It's an awful prescription medication and I wasn't willing to do that. Like I said, I live a natural lifestyle, so I certainly wasn't going to, to put that poison in me just so that I couldn't feel the joint pain. Um, And that's when I found cannabis. So I tried it and I could not believe how well it worked, um, relieving joint pain, stiffness, arthritis, and then uh, anxiety and stress levels went down, which is what probably caused me to get rheumatoid arthritis in the first place. And I thought, how the heck is this illegal? How is this, you know, not given to everyone who needs it. So I started to really research it, look into it. And since I had a family magazine, I got in touch, I got involved with a group called Canna Moms, which are a, an organization, a nonprofit organization that helps mothers um, get access to medical cannabis for their kids who need it, whether they have cancer or seizures. And I got really involved with them. Um, here in in Florida where I'm at, We Medical marijuana still wasn't legal. So we fought hard. Um, I became an advocate and fought hard to get it legal here in in Florida. Um, And I mean, I was watching children, um, you know, six year old kids have seizures and watch their mom calmly open up a bottle, a tincture, and put a dropper of it on their gums and watch the child right in front of my face stop having that seizure and become a normal child again. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't, it just wasn't, it just, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. So I literally went, jumped on an airplane and went to California to start learning about it. Since we all know California has been medically legal for over 25 years now. And um, and that's where I, I went to my first conference and one family after another, one doctor after another, one child after another being saved by this incredible medicine. And I just thought, this is inhumane to keep this from us. So um, I really just decided, I this is this is my purpose. I need to do more in this industry. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do something. Um, so I was lucky enough, I, I actually hired a consultant who's an expert to just learn everything from growing it legalities, business side, everything. And um, he I was his favorite student and when the University of Vermont uh, School of Medicine called him and said, hey, we're going to have this uh, program about medical cannabis, therapeutic use, and biology. Um, Do you have any promising people that you know about? And I was that person. And so I got to take their uh, program, which is why I know everything about the plants, biology and therapeutic uses. And that's where I found out that animals have the same exact system as we do. And, um, that the medicine works even better on them because they're more sensitive to it and they have more receptors throughout their body. And, Animals um, were always my passion and love. And then cannabis was my new passion and love. So to combine the two of them has just been a dream come true. And that's kind of where it all started. So t- wow. 2000, 2015 is kind of where everything changed. Uh, I sold my magazine. It was a big deal because everybody couldn't believe that, you know, this parenting expert, he- holistic health expert, was jumping into the cannabis uh, world. So, you know, there were people that loved it and people that hated it. And it was a crazy thing. But, I mean, I've never been more passionate um, about, about something. And it's interesting because now everything that happened in the human side of things is now being repeated in the pet industry. And it's just ridiculous. It's even worse in the pet industry. In 2015, I couldn't find a product for pets. Um, so I started developing one and completed it in 2016, but had to uh, basically use it here on my rescue farm, and I also have a grooming and boarding shop, so I used it there also. So I guess I guess I got to do a little trial <clears throat> and figured out what what I saw the most coming into my shop, what I saw the most on my rescue, which is you know, old sick dogs that people can't handle the vet bills anymore. And they're filled with problems or they were going to be put down and I get them instead. And I have nothing to lose with these pets. And I bring them completely back to health with just medical cannabis and CBD.
1: Man, what an inspiring story. And I I, I can feel it uh, through your voice alone. And you know, I've also occasionally I will say this about myself and in no means am I bragging. I feel like and I haven't done that exactly with humans, but I've been doing this for 41 years. And, you know, I, I love knowledge. I love textbooks. I love the all the big numbers and all the studies. But there's a big place and I call myself I have a Ph.D. in life experience with health and you have a Ph.D. in that also. You know, you can talk all day long about numbers and statistics and studies, but when you see a dog come into you over and over and over that's struggling, that you have nothing to lose, and legally you can do this, and you see that turnaround, that is absolutely uh, life-changing, of course, is the perfect word. Now, I want to start giving some, and anyone who's trying to learn about CBD, which is you know, part of the cannabis story. Uh, we do have three or four podcasts on the Holistic Navigator that will educate you fully about the human side of this. Uh, we have five most important questions with John Kennedy, who I know very well, who's who's a true expert. We have demy- uh, Demystifying the Power of CBD with Carl Germano, who wrote a phenomenal book, Road to Ananda. And we have Hemp with Devin Alvarez, who owns a company, and he's very knowledgeable. But let's start on... You know, everyone who has a pet who just listened to you probably has, if they're older pets, has some kind of issue that they want to manage. And if they're listening to the Holistic Navigator, they're probably very much into non-pharmaceutical means. And I will have to say, and I I've, I've say this probably every other show, no one is more connected to the philosophy of self. The body has self-healing capacities that are truly miraculous, but only if we harness it encourage it and remove toxins from the body and that applies to pets as well as humans and so what i say is the people in the medical industry of course i usually refer to human you know physicians they're they are actually Part of a broken system, so I try myself not to be too negative toward the individual person. I'm very harsh toward the broken system, and once they're in the system, they really are kind of handcuffed, so they don't have a choice. Now, I I do argue with their attitudes, but but you know that's what they the school they went to learn, and that's just the way it is. So as far as pets, now first off, before we even get started, are we going to talk about CBD or THC or just cannabis? How how does this go?
2: So when I went to school, um, we were it was hammered in our head to call it medical cannabis, which is what it is. Um, I also like to call it whole plant medicine or a whole plant food. Um, But when I say CBD um, and whenever I'm speaking, I'm I'm only speaking of a full spectrum product, which means a product that has at least the point three percent THC in it. Not a broad spectrum product that has where the THC has been taken out. Mm -hmm. THC and CBD are the two most important components and they have to be in there for it to be a complete and awesome medicine. So when we talk about research and we talk about everything that I use, I only use full spectrum because that's what we were taught in school was what we need, which is, you know, that's what gives you the entourage effect, all the uh, compounds and terpenes and flavonoids and cannabinoids are all working together, doing their job to make it work the best it possibly can. And everything that you just said about the human uh, industry is, is 10 times worse in the pet industry because it's even more unregulated so what you get is a lot of people who went oh wait we can make more money by just slapping a paw print on our label and call and now saying that we have a pet product um the medicine uh, like I said before even works better on pets because they have especially dogs have like 2 to 10 times more receptors than we do really so, yeah. So even in the skin, so they have three layers of skin. They both have CB1 and CB2 receptors on their skin. So that's why I created salves because you literally can get rid of um, any bump, lump, tumor by just putting a salve on their skin that has a full spectrum, you know, CBD in it. So it's it's so it's amazing how fast. Things happen and if you're working on a dog that let's say is covered in tumors or you know has some sort of degenerative disease in its spine it, it's amazing we've had literally stories and these aren't even my stories these are people who've tried it um, a dog who didn't walk for four years <laughs> got a full dose of we let's see, our, our heel tincture is 1,100 milligrams, so it's 37 milligrams per dropper. Got up and walked after four years of being paralyzed and not walking.
1: Man. After
2: 15 minutes later. So when I hear people, like I just got an email today um, from somebody who says, my vet says that um, CBD is dangerous and she's already had two dogs die from it. You know, I hear stuff like that and I just, you know, Just like, you know, doctors and vets are not taught about diet and nutrition, and they're certainly not taught about the endocannabinoid system. So they're not allowed to say that because they don't know. They can say, I don't know, or I've heard, or they can educate themselves. But when I hear something like that, I just, it makes me so upset. And I'm not a vet. However, I've trained hundreds of vets and doctors about the endocannabinoid system and how the medicine works. For free, <laughs> so that we could have more educated doctors and vets out there helping us and recommending it, and so that they know how it works and what the difference is. But there's still going to be those doctors that are going to, you know, hand a prescription medication over instead because they just don't know better.
1: Well, well, and and I have to say, and I'm I'm really going out there on the fringes knowing nothing about the the real facts of that case. But you know and I know what happened probably. That dog was given CBD and died from something else. And because of the freaking bias of the uh, veterinarian, he's going to blame it on that. Of course he is, because he was also maybe giving pharmaceuticals, which, of course, in in their conversation are as safe as M&M's, which is crap. Of course, it's not. But um, yeah, so I love the fact you're going to clear the air with this. Well, let's get down to some like real nitty gritty as far as I mean, animals have everything from seizures, pain, inflammation, allergy, everything that humans have diabetes, autoimmune, cancer, reflux. So I mean,
2: it helps with humans. It helps with dogs, but even better and faster. That's what's so amazing about yeah. it. and And it works on all animals. So if you have a bird, I mean, I have. Oh. I have ducks, chickens, pigs, bunnies. I saved my first donkey the other day um, or a couple <laughs> months ago. So every animal has an endocannabinoid system, lizards, everybody. So literally having, and then this is my new rule. I want to make a t-shirt that says it. Every senior animal or human being should be on a full spectrum CBD regimen because we things are going to start hurting and, and going downhill and this is going to support it. And you're not going to feel those things. So we have three dogs right now on the farm that are all turning seniors. And I'm like, okay, let's start them on their on the ease, which is our less potent, but has other essential oils in it, because that's another thing that we learned is that When you learn about plant medicine, there's other wonderful plants that have amazing healing properties, as you know. And a lot of them have some of the same compounds that the cannabis plant has. And what a better way to help the cannabis medicine to work better is to add other plant medicines into a cannabis tincture. So that's what I did.
0: Hey everyone, we're gonna pause for a quick moment to tell you about our sponsor this week, Natural Factors. For over 50 years, Natural Factors has been one of America's largest natural product manufacturers, and they're truly concerned with offering some of the best quality supplements available. They've got a beautiful organic farm in British Columbia, Canada, that literally lets them control and secure the best quality raw materials, all the way from seed selection to finished product. And Ed was actually able to visit the farm last year and was just completely blown away by their farming process, how they harvest the plants at their peak, and the individuals and scientists who work the farm. Natural Factors is the real deal, and they provide some of the most exceptional natural products that we've seen yet. To learn more about their products, their farm and manufacturing processes, and read about their sustainability efforts, you can visit naturalfactors.com.
1: Well, before before I want to make sure and I want to get down to some real specifics on your dosing recommendations. But so but before we even get there, cats, I want to clear up the cat issue because that's where we get more questions than anything. Is it safe? Does it work the same on cats? Because I know that is the one creature that seems to have some sensitivities in certain areas.
2: Yep. We just have to think of cats as that they're a completely different animal, just like a bird is. Um, so, yes, they're very sensitive to it, just like a bird would be or a lizard. So I wouldn't give them as much. Um, every animal, doesn't even matter which species it is, It is should be treated as an individual. Um, and things should be considered. What are they? Are there other medications? What are they eating? What are they eating? Um, how old are they? What are they suffering from? There's so many things that you have to keep in mind. But yes, it's absolutely safe for cats. Everything that we put in our tinctures, including lavender essential oil, is safe for cats. And the reason is what I've learned, and you've probably come across this also, is that just like cannabis medicine, these other plants that have amazing healing properties are also uh, considered and have a bad reputation because if we are going to just go out and, and take the oils from these wonderful plants that grow naturally in the world, certain big, giant pharmaceutical companies can't make a whole bunch of money off of that. So they're going to continue to put that fear and bad information out there. However... There's also going to be people out there who make products that are not pure. So us as consumers need to learn how to recognize, how to get a certificate of an analysis, even if we're doing an essential oil, we're buying an essential oil that we're going to use in our family or our pet. We want to make sure it is truly what it says it is. Lavender, a pure lavender essential oil, is not going to hurt anybody.
1: Got you. And that and that and that and again, being educated is the absolute key. And you are exactly right. Just because something says holistic, natural, and has the paw print, it does not mean much because that's marketing, marketing, marketing. And we did a great podcast from a lady uh, from a company called Pranerom. And I rarely mention brand names, but Pronoram is a prescription in France. I just love their essential oils. There are other great companies making essential oils.
2: You're going to have to send me that name. I want to know.
1: I will. I'll send you, actually send you the link to the Pronoram that we did about uh, three months ago. Incredible. Uh, because we, as you and I both know, most people judge essential oils by how does it smell? That really means little because of the the quality can be destroyed so easily. Well, I want to get down to, okay, uh, if I have a dog, which right now I don't, but I've had 50 in my life. Uh, let's talk about dosing. Do I, is it by weight?
2: Um, just like, so just like, so in the industry, I'm considered a renegade now because Of course, those that are not passionate about it and are doing it just to make money um, want to be able to say, yeah, it's dosage by weight, but that is completely not right. You know, a dog that has cancer is going to get a lot more than a dog that's just um, anxious. So we can't say that. Even when you're comparing two dogs that are anxious, when they, I live in Florida and in the summertime, we get a thunderstorm at 4 p.m. every single day and they are crazy here in Tampa where I live and I have a 50-pound Doberman and I have a nine-pound Schnauzer and the nine-pound Schnauzer needs two full droppers, uh, which is 18 milligrams uh, of our calm tincture And 20 minutes before he settles down, unlike my uh, Doberman who walks over, asks for it, needs like a quarter of a dropper, and she immediately lays down and calms down. So every dog is different. Every dog's deficiencies in their endocannabinoid system is different. So you can't do it by weight. Um, You do it by what are they suffering from and try it. And because we know it is completely safe and no person or animal has ever died from taking too much THC or CBD, never, ever, you don't have to worry about it. So if you have, if you're taking it for an anxious dog, then you put you know, you give them a dose. You can start with a half a dropper if you'd like. We usually say between nine, uh, five and nine milligrams of full spectrum CBD. And if you get that right on their gums, so that it gets right into their bloodstream, it's, it could take anywhere from, you know, immediately to 20 minutes. And at 20 minutes, if they're not calmed down, you give them another dose. Um, If you're using it for anxiety, I'm sorry, if you're using it for allergies or aches and pains or arthritis or anything like that, you do the kind of the same thing. You can start with a 9 to 12 milligram dose. And usually you can see within a couple days. um, And what you see is you see your dog becoming puppy-like again. You see them, we call it the Benjamin Button, um, where they start doing the things. They start running around again barking at things. Um, you know, we laugh because our offices are upstairs over our uh, garage and all of a sudden we'll look and one of the 15 year old dogs is upstairs with us. And we're like, how, okay, I guess we're going upstairs now. So where they feel so good and they're not in pain or achy, they, they start doing the things they love again. And there's nothing better than that. And then well. if you if you're dealing with a dog that is really sick, a geriatric dog, a senior dog that has multiple issues or problems, um, you're going to want to go strong. You're, you're going to want a um, stronger full spectrum. Uh, research has shown, for instance, to stop seizures. They did anywhere from uh, 50 to 100 milligrams of a full spectrum every day uh, Get to get rid of cancer same type of thing. Um, So that's when you want to go stronger. And then there's some instances where pets, if they have a very painful cancer or disease or suffering, then we want them to get more THC. So whether we're going to go um, do a one-to-one equal or if we have to do more THC. So I haven't had to do, I've tried uh, more THC on my dogs, but I have always had, if you if you can get a pure full spectrum, uh, product that's high in milligrams, you can, it's amazing. I have gotten rid of everything. I've gotten rid of, uh, softball size tumors, golf ball size, hard, uh, mast cell tumors attached to the spine. Um, again, like I said, dogs that couldn't walk, get up and walk again. Um, and basically it's re- it's just reducing the inflammation in the body And opening up that communication between, let's say, the spinal cord and the brain. And there's no more pain when you get rid of the inflammation. So you literally see your dog come back to life. Um, And when you see that, it's awesome.
1: That is so that, you know, that's so inspiring to hear you say that. And again, and this is unspoken, I know, but I know you already (laughs) enough to know this is not just giving that, you're giving a very healthy diet to back that up. And again, you want to learn about that, at least through the holistic navigator, find the podcast demystifying the, the uh, uh, I'm sorry, the a problem with pet food by FIVO. He tells on there a ton of tips on how to put together a true holistic eating plan. And you'll be shocked when you hear it because he he's like you, he's passionate and knows all of this. Now dosing, is this twice a day dosing or how many times a day?
2: Well, I wanted, I want to talk about what you just said. We are just like our animals, and we have to. So, as you probably have already talked about, our endocannabinoid system is amazing, and it it's all we have receptors all over our body, through our spinal cord and our organs, everywhere. And when we fix those deficiencies in our endocannabinoid system, it brings our body to homeostasis. So then we can heal. But we can't heal a pet who's eating a shitty kibble diet. And there there really, unfortunately, is no such thing as a good kibble diet. So be sure to listen to the podcast that you just said. But that's the next step we do is we go, okay, now that we have the body at homeostasis, we have to fix the issue. And just like people, it's usually an adjustment in the diet and figuring out how to feed them fresh and raw. What proteins are good for them what proteins are cool and won't cause inflammation in their body they're just like us when it comes to that so we've been taught again the wrong thing human food is dog food dog food is human food it should be species appropriate it should be fresh it should be raw just like what we need to thrive so back to dosing um you, it, it really depends on the animal. I had a 18 year old chihuahua who I had to give her a hundred milligrams of our full spectrum, um, every single day, or she would have a grand mal seizure. She was having four a day. Mm-hmm. So I had to build up that. Um, I tend, you know, the vets that do use cannabis, um, medicine, like to, start slow and you know go up which is a better way because then their body gets used to it and then they don't have so much of a reaction to it but if I'm saving a dog's life I'll go heavy Um, so I gave her a full dose and it wasn't enough it reduced the amounts of seizures but it didn't stop them so I had to figure out what that was so I usually like do a 30 day where I figure out what that dose is figure it out and then stick with it So usually it takes me about a week or two to figure out what it is. Um, You know, if I've got a dog covered in cancer and is a senior, I'm also probably going to start strong because I want to save its life, you know, and I'm Mm -hmm. usually taking it off a whole bunch of uh, prescription meds. Um, So I really try to support it and I'm drastically changing their diet. Um, so I really have to support that also so I don't put them too much in shock when it's a really old dog with problems.
1: Now, are you, uh, now are you putting this directly in their mouth from the eyedropper?
2: Yes, absolutely. That's the best, most effective way to get it into their bloodstream, and it's m- the most cost-effective way also. So, yeah, you shake the bottle, you suck it up in the dropper, you lift their lip and just squirt it right onto their gums, and it'll be absorbed right into the bloodstream. And if it goes down their throat, that's fine also. If you give them a, you can give them a treat or something fatty to eat with it so that it doesn't upset their stomach. But yes, that is the best way to get it in, the fastest way. And then every dog is different. It depends on um, the deficiencies in their endocannabinoid system, how sick they are, how off balance they are, what they're eating, to whether how fast it will react and how well they'll do on it. But they'll all do well. It's just a matter of finding out what their dose is.
1: Well, and again, it comes back to observations. And that is so true of humans and all animals. We don't live in a textbook. And what I need and you need may be drastically different. And that's where, again, the, the downside to this cookie-cutter Look on the iPad because the patient has coded for this certain disease, and we're going to give this certain amount. That has lost the art of medicine and healing. There is no art left. It's it's just numbers. And you know, again, they can. If I get in a car wreck or heart attack, take me to the hospital. Do all you want to do to me, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about chronic diseases, chronic aging, things that we we really can impress uh, and make the body function for years longer instead of suffering. Now, uh, and so really and truly, all the advice I give to clients that I talk to about CBD, it's not very much unlike what you are saying as far as pets. I do tell people, I believe that you will get better results because of the absorption sites in the mouth rather than swallowing a pill, but it's still the pill's still going to work. Secondly, is it is an observable thing. We start slow when we work up unless the person is like completely riddled with anxiety and barely can breathe. Well, I'm not going to give them or give them the option of two weeks to figure this out. Let's start with a bigger dose. Let's see what your, uh, uh, your reaction is, your effect. And then we can judge and start making better decisions based on that. Now, uh, we'll, and I want to say before we have to end up closing here in a few minutes, uh, just my one plug. Uh, we do partner with a store, uh, a website, nutritionw.com, where the pet foods are being sold on there and and all, all the products that we are going to talk about or ever talk about, you can do at nutritionw.com under shop. And uh, we, I mean, we ship things with cold packs. I mean, we do things that no one else does because people should realize that summer's coming on. Guess what, people? When you get nutritional products or pet products shipped to you in the middle of summer, sitting in a warehouse, they're probably way, way less in potency because they sat in a hot warehouse. But now, and and our, I do t- advise people twice a day dosing. Is that what you're telling people for pets, morning and evening?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's you. if you can, if you're able to split it up even to three doses, um, it's better. We love micro dosing, but if you're only able to do it twice, then I would do it in the AM and at bedtime and I would do less in the AM and more at bedtime. So they sleep really well, because we all know important how well sleep is. Um, so, but if you can do one in the afternoon to kind of split up that dose, it just keeps it more even in their bloodstream. Um, you could also uh, give them a treat, a a pure treat, not a baked treat, um, that, uh, can kind of, you know, keep it stable throughout their, throughout the day in their system also. But yeah, it's just a matter of them getting it in their system and it start building up and filling those holes and then they'll just get better and better and better.
1: That, you know, this is very inspiring because, uh, again, this is part of the conversation that I have not had as far as the pets and, uh, we, we talked to a lot of people that, you know, are kind of going down that same road that you did, I did, which is it's like the only game in town is the vet and we're going to listen to what they say because they went to school and they got the degrees. Well, uh, if again, if the pet has a broken leg, yes, they're great at, at doing acute emergency situations, but they simply are lacking in the toolbox as far as advice. And they also have been forced to have a bias against holistic, functional medicine, healing, nutrition. It's really ingrained in them not to accept this because of where they came from. So right. again, and I, I, I
2: you, you don't, and it's its even worse than doctors. Um, you know, I have been invited to speak at several uh, veterinary schools, big ones, and you should see the hallways. They are plastered with Hill's Science Diet and Purina and mm-hmm. uh, Royal Canaan, which are the worst ones out there. Um, And those are the companies that brain start brainwashing the vet students, give them discounts on it. So because they don't know about food and diet. So it's easy for them to go, oh, here, this one's based on science. Go buy this and they get to make money off of it. Also, they don't even know about it. Also, keep in mind when we go see a doctor and they go, okay, something's wrong with your head. Go see this neurologist that doesn't exist in the vet world. We have one vet that's supposed to know everything about everything and they don't. So we go to them and go, okay, here's a dog with all these problems, what do I do? Well, they don't know about diet and nutrition, and they don't know about the endocannabinoid system, so the only thing they have to turn to are prescription meds, because that's all they were taught, unless you find, and you're lucky enough, and I have lots of friends now, um, a holistic vet. So I always suggest a holistic, a holistic or an integrative vet who, you know, is very open-minded Also, keep in mind that things like acupuncture and chiropractic also work amazing on animals, just like they do for us. And the best part about having a full-spectrum CBD product on hand is that it's my number one tool at my farm and shop. Because if anybody is uh, anxious or nervous or in pain, I'm going to give it to them. I mean, I can't even look at a dog anymore who I can look at them and tell they're in pain. I immediately just go get the bottle and give it to them. And I literally look at them, look at me like, oh my gosh, thanks lady. They call me dog. (laughs) They call me dog Jesus at my shop because (laughs) I just walk around and they all, they're like, oh my God, these dogs love you. And I'm like, yeah, I know what they're saying. And I'm the only one who just gave them something that made them go, what is happening? I feel great. But Uh, I, I'd say about 80% of the dogs that come into my shop have terrible issues and it's most of them are from allergies, um bad diet, you know, toxins in the air, over vaccination, over medicating, this flea and tick, all of these things are so toxic to them and the older the dog gets, they're not supposed to get vaccinated past the first year of life, just like us. But yet My dog was vaccinated every single year of her life, seven years of six years of her life, which Mm. killed her. You know, she was ten pounds. And and they don't they don't the a German shepherd gets the same vaccination as a little dog does. So yep, I know I killed my I know I killed my dog because I I just overloaded her whole system with toxic prescription meds, vaccinations flea and tick, all of that is so toxic and hard on them. And, you know, now I know better. And all I do is tell as many people as I possibly can and educate them and give them the power to keep their dog healthy naturally.
1: Well, you just said the exact proper words. And that's my passion. Let's empower people because it's not our job or not my job to go, uh, preach or to try to twist someone's arms. We are here to educate because the knowledge is present. We now have a system, thank goodness for technology, that people can learn through things like podcasts where they can actually, you know, know what to do next. And I love the fact you re, re, uh, called yourself a renegade. I certainly am right there with you, my friend. And uh, it's I won't have it any other way, even though there's challenges to be had with being a renegade. There's no doubt but I wanted to kind of summarize real quickly because we got to end. I know that, again, full spectrum is the key. You have to have full spectrum CBD. Talk to the people that you trust. Know that they know before you really do anything. Secondly, dosing. You've covered it very well. Dosing uh, is going to be a lot of ob- observations of results. And that's the same of, with people, too. Uh, and then lastly, know people that just, just like... Uh, uh, Angela's saying CBD is literally one of the safest products that can be given. Now, we'll have to say if a person is on a lot of prescription meds, it needs to be checked out. There are going to alter the way that the drug may process through the liver, through a P450 system. But as a molecule, it's one of the safest that there is on earth because we already have a need for it because of receptor sites. And that changes the game uh, significantly. Is there any last... uh, points or tips that you would like to leave the listeners with, uh, Angela, before we go?
2: Yeah, we have to remember that this is an unregulated market. And so picking a product is so difficult, especially for your pet, because there's so much um, bad stuff out there. So making sure, uh, realize that there's different strains, that not all products are created the same. So I can't tell you how many times we'll have people say, I tried it and it didn't do anything. Well, that's most likely because you you got an isolate or you got a product that had no CBD in it at all. So the best way to figure that out is, of course, to check the certificate of analysis to, analysis, to make sure it has a full spectrum, um, has all of the, the cannabinoids and terpenes and all the things in there that make the medicine work, and that it also doesn't have things like... Uh, solvents or herbicides or pesticides in it. So that certificate of analysis is what you want to check um, on it. And if anybody really, I offer consultations if anybody is interested in going that route um, with their pet, um, you can go to my website, which is com. Um, our line of products is called CBDDogHealth.com and they can sign up there. We we answer the phone, us. People were all trained. Um, we have gone. I've trained all my staff personally, and we every time we've got a good program that pops up. Doctor Richter, who's been using medical cannabis for um, about four years now, um, has a program that we've all gone through and work with him. So between um, myself and the other experts out there, we've we have a pretty good record at healing animals naturally with just diet exercise, and full spectrum products.
1: You know what? That gives so much hope to so many who are struggling because often you get into that spiraling and you're locked into the medical system. But yet you observe that your pet or loved one or human loved one continues to get basically worse and worse regardless of what you're doing. And that's a very difficult place to be. There is hope, people. The body wants to be well and But we have to look at a different uh, game plan in order to assist that. And uh, please, anyone who feels that they want to be further educated, yeah, go to Angela's website, contact her. She is obviously, as we all can hear, extremely knowledgeable, extremely experienced, extremely passionate. So, Angela, thank you so freaking much for joining the Holistic Navigator
2: (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. And let me know. I'll come back in, come back later. If, if, you know, it's funny, things come up in the news and I'm always here if you ever wonder or have questions.
1: That's awesome. You know, I bet you that within six months, you will be back on here with a whole new set of uh, information for us. Well, again, I want to thank everyone for listening to the Holistic Navigator. I continue to probably repeat this far too often. I separate the world into two classes of people, learners and non-learners. You're going to be really at risk in this life if you don't join the club of learning. And if you're listening to this, you are a learner. So congratulations. And look forward to, as always, next week's podcast. And keep us in mind, if you have questions, email us if you have certain interest or whatever. Please contact us and we will look forward to more and more exciting ways to keep you super healthy and also revive your health if you're struggling.
0: Thank you. This is Ed with the Holistic Navigator. The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen.